Hey guys, thanks for joining us for another episode of Riding Through the Ages. I'm Eugene. And I'm Eric. And we're going to continue Heisei Phase 2, Common Rider Double, Episode 14, The Q on the Radio, Live Catastrophe. It aired December 13th, 2009. It was written by Keiichi Hasegawa and directed by Hidenori Ishida. And yeah, this is the second part of the Q arc. So uh, you remember what happened at the end of the uh, last episode? Yeah. Um, well, kind of, sort of. They, uh... Uh, well, it's Wakana getting, um, it's not even really stalked so much as har- harassed. Yeah, kind harassed, of. kind of like uh, put on a some sort of psycho, uh, I don't know, is he trying to show her his love? or I is, think so, by like property damage. <laughs> yeah, But yeah, going through these uh, bizarre convoluted ways to blow stuff up and make things turn into sevens because it's a favorite number. Uh, but there was a giant creature. With violence. A, yeah, violence. Thank you. It was not the Q. Yeah. And then I, I remember I guessed the Q is the queen, and the only other relevant person in the episode has to be, not necessarily, but um, likely is the reporter. Mm-hmm. That's my prediction. And then, uh, yeah, she, so she turns into Clay Doll. Yeah, that's right. He was, he was having a fight with violence. She shows up and kind of messes with it before he can finish him off. And then um, um, violence, who doesn't know Clay Doll's Wakana, right, smushes her. And that's where we left off. And uh, right? Kirihiko is watching. Yeah, because he wanted to see what was because he, he wanted help to help out. Yeah, but because um, he actually like thinks of her as his sister because she is le- uh, legally. Sister. Yeah, and he like wants to help out, and he likes helping out the family. <laughs> God, he's not such a bad guy. Just a uh, he's just he's just he just has the superpower drug dealer basically. He's just caught up with the wrong people. <laughs> he's just looking for a place to put his love. Yes. Um. So yeah. Any guesses? Well, besides the reporter being uh, the Q or Queen, uh, I do think that the other suspect is probably violence. So it's two people. Like the, my prediction is, um, this guy's working for her somehow, or something like that. It's kind of <laughs> all kind of convoluted and hard to explain. I'm not sure how they're gonna do it, but I imagine the guy is working for. I can't remember her name. Um, but the reporter lady. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember what her name was too. It it was M- Makoto. Makoto. Yeah. So he's either working for her or being manipulated by her, maybe. No, uh, Motoko. Motoko. Not Makoto. Makoto is Sailor Jupiter's real name. <laughs> Motoko. That's that's what got me confused. I'm like, is she the same name? But no, it's like the word. <laughs> okay, Motoko. And uh, yeah, so I feel like they're gonna kind of wipe the floor with him and then find out there's a bigger baddie all along. But I don't know. It seems also kind of uh, like if there was a second person, this they would have aired, or they, we would have seen them already. Kind of like with uh, the the T Rex and the the fire, the lava. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels like it should. At the end of it, you should see them, or at the very least, the the start of this one. Yeah, if it's a thing, because I could be totally wrong in every fucking you know. <laughs> yeah. What do I know? But um, yeah, I just feel like violence isn't the end of it. Seems too easy. Yeah, um, because it's just like very basic yeah sort of any it the v doesn't it doesn't work it's not a q yeah and um yeah he was getting beat too easily before wakana kind of showed up and i mean either one of them could have beaten him easily but then they're fighting each other so yeah here we go i'm trying to remember i think it's queen i know there is a queen memory oh come to find out it's not even the one that's used here there's yeah there's no q and they're just messing with us yeah (laughs) well it could just be saying queen because of uh uh because is known as a princess Mm -hmm. and stuff uh, but I do know there is a queen memory. Okay. Because it appears in one of the movies. 
but oh. I don't want to. <laughs> is it movie only or? No. Okay. Because yeah. like in the movie, is that in the movie there's like all of the previous ones put together. Mm-hmm. No. So I was trying to remember what the subplot for this was. Like what was uh, what was going on with the group, not necessarily museum on this episode. It's uh, the whole thing, the relationship between uh, Philip oh, and yes. Wakana, like yeah, the how flashback. Yeah, like he's he like when he was in the double thing and he like stopped play doll. He had like flashback and yeah, then he, he had the, like this weird feeling when she grabbed his hand and uh and also how he's uh how uh Shatara's disenfranchised but Philip's like a bigger fan than ever. Yeah. He's yeah. like she's so mysterious because she's she lies. <laughs> yeah, I knew I was forgetting something. I just couldn't remember what it was. So. And and uh uh, Akiko loves the fact that like their idol has been like being broken down because yeah. she's like she's been saying it all along. Yeah, she's like she's not that special. <laughs> um, and that has something to do with the fact that like she when she worked for the family, she like saw more of Wakana as like an actually of who she is. Right. So it's like when you're looking at Wakana, she's like I I think the real her isn't either one of those personas. Not like yeah. her fake persona she puts on for the radio and the tough persona she has to put on for her family. Right. It's like somewhere in between somewhere in the middle. is like her actual a normal human being. It's kind of like how um the real Clark Kent isn't Superman and he isn't like the Clark Kent he shows. He's like in between there in between somewhere. The two, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's the whole uh Wakana and Phillips stuff that's going on. Right. And so she's, but she hasn't seen him. She just knows that, like, Philip is the true detective. Right. And she calls Shotaro his assistant. His assistant. And he's like, wait, what? It's the other way around. <laughs> it's kind of like it's, no, both. They're, they're both the detective. Yeah. It, it, they wouldn't, either one of them by themselves would not be able to do no, what they do. No. So uh, that's the cool thing. It's like they've, they've, they've kind of made it a balance. Actually, very codependent. Yeah. Thankfully, they're not a, like a toxic relationship. Because then it'd be toxic codependency. It'd be horrible. But yeah, so after this one, we'll watch the movie, and the movie will get you a whole lot more about like the relationship. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, we've been waiting for. Well, you haven't. I've been. Well, because the um, so like how the movie wars movies used to be is it's like there was like a half an hour for the current writer, a half an hour for the secondary writer, and their storylines merged together at the end, Mm. creating like the third part of the the thing. Okay, and for um. Should uh for um double it actually begins night is the part okay it's yes it's uh it's begins night and decade final chapter okay is I believe what they're the two of them yeah double begins night and then when the two of them the third act come together that's the movie war the movie war okay. is the two of them together so um now got, with the name like movie war does that mean traditionally they fight each other nah. okay just the name all right. A movie war usually means it's like a big time battle. Gotcha. And so, um, don't like have like dozens of writers attack. Like, <laughs> uh, usually a shocker variant of some sort. Uh, but so even uh the um the movie thing is actually written by two different people too. Mm. So the uh the double part is written by a different guy who writes the decade movie war part. Okay. So it's like part of. It's de- it's like part of the continuity and stuff. Okay, cool. And anytime you have decade, you can have anything part of the continuity because decade can cross realities and people with him cross realities and like whole buildings go to different realities when he's when he's in, when he's think when he's <laughs> just whatever the plot needs. Like in in his show, he had a um a uh, a photo shop uh, uh like a photo studio. Okay, and it grab it went to the different realities with him, like him 
the photo studio and the people that work there is, is, is extra characters. And it would just turn into whatever needed to be in that world. It would be like, oh, now it's a coffee shop. Oh, now it's a bookstore. Okay. Oh, now it's like, because that's how Decade is. Like, whenever Decade goes to a different world, the world finds a place for him, and he becomes that. Okay, gotcha. Weird. So he, because the whole thing about Decade is he's trying to find his place. Okay. Because he doesn't know who he really is, and he doesn't know, like, his real place in the world. So when he goes to a different world, they just finds a place for him and sets him in there. Mm. Which is a kind of cool little thing that they kind of did with, like, uh, Power Girl in DC Comics where, like, the reason why her, the true reason why her backstory is so convoluted is because new writers would just come up with different things all the time. But they, they later put that as, like, the universe was trying to find a place for her because she's from a different universe and it was just kind of fitting her in. Uh-huh. And it's just, like, well, that's why I think <laughs> So do you think Decade would have made more sense for people if it was 50 episodes? Like, if they had spread it out a little bit more? And I think the point of Decade is nobody knows what it is. <laughs> okay. Kind of like the end of Evangelion. Well, at least we can figure out who the Q on the radio yes, is. Yes, as we go watch <laughs> this double episode. <laughs> Cyclone Joker! Henshin! Okay, and we are uh, back. Uh, with these episodes, the hard part is coming up with the suck. Dude, I, <laughs> seriously, I was sitting there staring at it like, what? I, I came up with the most nitpicky crap. I came up with one. And this is like... Like we'll get to it when we get to it, but it's like it's like a uh, the suck is like a meta suck or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, I, not mega meta. Like it's outside yeah. of the episode because the episode was good. Of it. No, it was a really good episode. A are lot you, of reasons. Are you see, starting to see why like they people really like double so much? It's, yeah, because it's like when it starts to pick up, it's just like oh yeah. Yeah, I got three segoys on this one. Mm. I don't know. It seems to be a theme. This week has just been good episode. Or well, this. Uh, I say week, but this cycle. Yeah, this rotation. Yeah. Been a lot um, of good episodes. So it starts off with a recap. Just back-to-back bangers. Episode 14 is where it's at. Who knew? Yeah. Well, it's it's when they start really picking up. It's also where the actors have, like, started to really to, get comfortable with their role. Who, they're, who they are and the roles and stuff. Um, except for episode 14 of the ser- same series had a new actor. But, <laughs> <laughs> of, uh, 71. But so eh. he truly just now getting <laughs> yeah. into the role. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the show starts out with the recap. Which I always like the recap because it got the little yeah. like murder board type thing. Um, Good flavor. Yeah, really gives you the feel of uh, detective. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember how the recaps. I think they were just based because in Drive, the main character is literally a police detective. Ooh, I like. That. Um, I think they just had normal recaps in that one though, because I mean they actually did have in several episodes they actually had like um the board with like you know the figuring out the mystery and all that. Type oh, okay, stuff. yeah. And in like their actual like office area. But um, anyways, so uh, yeah, starts with the recap, and yeah, we after the recap, we pick up immediately where uh, Clay Doll got whomped by the little literal definition of it: giant object falls on top of you and you explode yep. into it in a paste, basically. Um, and and um, I thought I'm gonna be honest with you, I thought it was like one of those Looney Tune thing, Looney Tune things where you just kind of get crushed into the ground and you're fine. No, she's but, she's um, she shattered into pieces. Yeah, so he he says you're next. He throws his uh, wrecking ball hand out. And the uh, the revolve Gary comes up and blocks it. Yeah, the revolve Gary totally deflects the shot the second time that he's done it. So and so he's like, okay, whatever, I'm out. Yeah, he just dips because he realizes he can't beat him. I mean, he he's not his goal isn't to beat Common Rider. So you know, and and honestly, if you can't beat him and you can't join him, just run. (laughs) Yeah, I'm out. (laughs) Um, and then surprisingly, just right there 
instead of like later when everybody's gone or something. Uh-huh. No, clay doll just reforms. Yeah, it goes totally turn. What's a T one thousand? Yeah, T one thousand. Except it's like shards. Yeah. that reform into like a full thing, and she's just like upset. She's like, yeah. got it's away. Like, uh, like the werewolf from Mon Squad. I don't know if you ever saw that movie. Yeah, uh-uh. uh, he gets blown up with dynamite, comes back together. <laughs> and so, uh, I th- I thought she was gonna continue to attack Common Rider here, but but yeah, but her job isn't to cut. Co- Get yeah. common rider. She wants to get the other guy. Both so. of the villains with clear goals. Neither of them. They're like, "What? You're just kind of here in my way." Yeah, I'm not Kirihiko. Kirihiko's crazy about you. I'm like, I'm dis- busy here. But speaking of which, Kirihiko's off to the side, and he has a flashback to the previous episode where Sayako's just like, "She can survive it. She's fine." Yeah. Um, because Sayako knows like how tough Clay Doll is. Yeah, because he's like, he was like, "Huh." Hmm. So that's what she meant. Yeah. It's um, like he, she didn't actually destroy her because it's not possible. Yeah. I guess. And uh. She goes away, but uh, Philip has the flashback to yeah. the hand, and he draws the conclusion between uh, Claydol and when uh, when uh, Wakana grabbed his hand. It was he's like it's a similar feeling. Yeah, it re- reflects while looking at his hand. Yeah, and then uh, goes to the opening. The opening. Uh, it's funny because like over all these years, I still see little things with like the opening. Like I um. There's a sequence in the opening where the three of them are walking down and Akiko hits Shotaro with the boot, the, the shoe mm-hmm. and Philip grabs the shoe. The thing is, is like the little flavor they threw in there is Philip grabs the shoe and looks at the shoe and has that smile like, I got to research this now. Oh, he's got to figure the, out the, the shoe. The slipper, the slipper she's always hitting with. He, she like grabs it like, I got to research this now. The, like that's, uh-huh. the, and the funny thing is, is like you can just tell that's, that's the Philip look of I gotta research this now. <laughs> now, uh, yeah, Kiko's just deep down. Her spirit animal is like a Hispanic mom, you know, with the <laughs> yeah. uh, with the slippers coming after a crocodile. Like, get yeah, out of here! Yeah. <laughs> she definitely is like not scared. I mean, she. I, I think a couple of times she's gone after this monsters with slippers. Yeah, <laughs> just using the slippers. I mean, I, I don't know if you ever watched that video where there was like a, a crocodile coming after this. Uh, uh, Hispanic ladies chihuahua and she just comes out with uh, whatever those slippers are called like Moncalos or something like that yeah just starts <laughs> whapping, like, <laughs> like holy crap so then it goes to uh it comes back and it's like the next location of yeah. the suit which business was in usual. that which which was in that building that they were just at yeah business as usual like nothing just nothing well she, happened well yeah because uh Kamara stopped it I yeah mean, it's I mean, all good it's, yeah it's kind of actually refreshing because they, that was going to be the next location yeah. the shooting was going to be, so Wakana could be like, oh, I just went off in the head. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, it was one of those things. With the, the guy was only going to to blow it up because Philip baited him into doing something outside of his plan from the last time. Yes. Um, and uh, this is where we see uh, the pastry set from, like, cu- a couple episodes ago. Yeah. And they, Devil's cool about this because it's, yeah, like— just bringing people back. Yeah, it's like, well, this— uh, Was you the know, lady from the casino episode. Or yeah, because—and she— like in her backstory, they were doing like a, they were operating like a traditional sweet shop, uh-huh. and this one is like she was part of like a French pastry sh- shop, and she was was like one of the best ones in the in the world. Yeah, I mean in, in Futo City, she yeah, was ranked Futo one City. of the best in Futo City. Right, and so it's like obviously if we're going to all these sweets places, we'll go to like that shop, which is traditional, and then we'll go to this like French place, and then the third one we learn later is like the off the weird one. Oh, it's so weird. Um. <laughs> But that would be, like, how they would actually arrange a show. Like, mm-hmm. we'll go to a traditional one, we'll go to, like, a foreign one, and then we'll go to, like, an oddball one. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's, like, cool that they're able to, like, balance that out. Yeah. Um. So the, uh, at this moment we have, uh, I want to say, Shotaro kind of staring off in the distance doing his sort of, who could it be? 
like uh, inner monologue as far as his, he's got no answers, but you know what I'm talking about, like yeah. the regular detective stuff. Uh, Kana's doing the treats, and of course, she gets a call. Uh, well, the, she doesn't get one, but... The pastry chef yeah, gets called. Pastry. And so, uh, like, the pastry chef... Oh, I forgot her name. She was a, she was the main character in, like, yeah. two episodes ago. But she answers the phone call, and she, like, says hello, and then it's really quiet, and Wakanda, like, picks up on it. She's yeah, like, she knows that question. Snatches the phone. <laughs> Who and are then, you? And then Philip comes... And then they call come over with uh, Philip. Shatara uh, calls Philip on the phone to, like... So they get the phone up to the phone. and Yeah, so they can get the whole inception of phone calls going on the guy's like eh, you know got something for you but no hints this time yeah and so uh Shotar, oh philip or so shotari asked philip do you get anything out of that and philip says he made uh, basically two major mistakes yeah. on the last call uh and the, essentially the conclusion he makes is he was asking question or he was asking her questions that weren't actually on any official interviews he told her that he knew what her like favorite yeah. location was and the fact that she couldn't see it anymore was not like revealed anywhere. Yeah, there's it's not on any actual interview or anything on the you know the radio. So that means it has to be someone she knows. Someone she knows. Someone who's like got it. So they hang on the phone. Akiko's like, so someone's right there. She's I gotta go protect her. Yeah, <laughs> and she leaves. And then uh, Wakana like starts walk. They cuts back to the shop, and Wakana walks off. Oh, but there was also like right after the phone call, her manager runs up. Yep. And he's just like, everything okay? Everything okay? And she, like, kind of pushes him to the side like she does. And she starts walking off. She's like, where are you going? She's like, we're going to freshen up. Yeah. And then and then walks away. And then disappears. Yeah. <laughs> One hand a bit. Then it, it, it Philip at the, the pit, I think, and he's asking him, so he's, you know, what's this feeling I'm getting yes. again? And that's when Wakana shows up. And uh, Well, it goes back to the, sh- the place, uh, and they're, like, packing things up. And uh, Shotaro was just like, "Where is she?" You know, because oh, yeah. it, it wanted to show that there's like some time has passed. She didn't like walk around the corner and it's right, 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 right. Yeah, so, I wrap that up with the with the Wakana's gone bit because it's like, yeah. But she's they, they just want to show that like it had been a little bit. And then yeah. the manager runs out. And she's like, "It's like Wakana's gone." Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's when she walks into the uh, yeah. It wasn't. It's not like she had super speed or anything. Yeah, she's not Izu. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's showing that there's been some time, probably like 20, 25 minutes. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. She hasn't come back from freshening up. So. Yeah. Uh. And then. Um. So. Uh. So she shows up to the the HQ. I guess the office. And um. It. Philip has the door wide open. He he rushes up real quick and kind of cracks it so she can't see him. And she's like, "Oh, you're not gonna show me your face." And he's like, "Well, then you know, just uh, for it, now." People are trying to kill me. <laughs> um. Uh. And so. Um. She basically is like, "So you figured out who it is, didn't you?" And she's she says, "I I I know some." He's basically, he's like, "I got some hints." Yeah, and he's like, I just have a question first. Um, yeah, he's like, has have you ever felt like somebody was trying to kill you? He's like, oh, she's a few like, people. And no, she's like, yeah. She's like, she's like, she's like, he's like, who? She's like, my sister. Yeah. <laughs> it, it goes to this like uh, spotlight scene where it it just shows them under a spotlight and it's dark everywhere else. Like it's yeah. a you know it's like super we're the emotional only in the monologue. World. Yeah, uh, how like. It's how you would uh, they would frame like a manga sequence where like they uh-huh. cut out the background so you just focus on the characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she basically you see this uh, flashback flashback of her and um, she's describing how her sister kind of basically has to take over the family business. So she's <laughs> the flashback is just the father is slapping her. Yeah, and, 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 and like him walking away, and then her, 
uh, Wakana's old Saiko, it's a younger version of Saiko, yeah, which is Saiko. a Saiko in like a school uniform, walks over and just pushes Wakana, a, a child Wakana, down and like steps on her doll. Yeah, because she, <laughs> so Saiko gets slapped and comes over and just started beating up on Wakana, I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's so yeah. mean. And she's like, so Wakana's like, are you trying to annoy me? <laughs> well, what it was is that uh, she resents uh, Wakana because uh-huh. what the father's is like, you're the oldest, you got to take over the business, you got to do this. And he lets and, Wakana and, do whatever she yeah. wants. Which we see is what is happening now, too. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and then Wakana, the child Wakana is just like, you're looking to make me angry, and grabs a rock to, like, throw it at Saiko, and somebody hey. catches her hand and is like, don't do it. This isn't the real you. Yeah. And it's like, she says that it was her little brother, and she he's not around anymore. Yeah. And it's just like, what? <laughs> but um, they're kind of connecting while they're having this conversation because she's, like, laughing about how she never talks to anybody about, about the this. real her. And because um, Philip says something like. When she laughs, she's like, oh, the way she was laughing. Yeah, the talking, kindness in her voice. The way she was talking about her younger brother, she's he's like, that's the real you. Yeah. Not this, not either one of these fake, like I was saying before, not either one of these fake personas, the yeah. hard-boiled, like, Sonazaki or the fake healing princess. Like, when you were talking about your little brother, that's the real you. Right. So they kind of connect there. Um, she's like, hey, you mind if I come see you again at some point? Well, they, like, they, sure, sure thing. Well, they, uh, he goes into the bookshelf. Uh, oh, the library. He goes right. into the library. He does that first. Yeah, and so they, basically, he's using, uh, he's helping Wakana. Wakana's helping him get keywords to find out who the culprit is. Right. And so, and meanwhile, um... I think Akiko's arrived, and they're all like, "Where's?" Well, yeah, it, it cuts to like Akiko just hitting, uh, yeah, uh, Shotaro in the and face like, with a sh- slipper. Like, how could you have lost her? And she's like got a firm grip on his ear and like kind of rips something like his earring off. Or something like <laughs> That's that. that seems like like because she like like does a ripping down motion and like throws something on the ground. You hear like a metal clinking. And yeah, so like, ah. <laughs> he doesn't have an earring, but it's just. The sound effect of like him, be- his ear just got ripped off or something. Like, how can you lose her? And, and then the the, um, uh, the um, manager arrives. is like, uh, the manager is like, "Oh, my stomach hurts." And Chitara is like, "Oh, mine too." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, right. And, and then, then, uh, and then uh, no, then the uh, the before Motoko shows up, the uh, the producers just like, "We're gonna have to have somebody fill okay, in." Yeah. And, sh- and and Akiko is just like, "Oh, that's horrible. Could this be the debut of Princess Akiko?" <laughs> That's what she said. I missed what she, the name that she said. It was, like, it was. I think it was Princess Akiko. She's basically just like filling in. For, but of course, and, she's and like she, on cue, and she's like doing doing her daydream. Yeah. Uh, and then car pulls up and it's Matok. Yeah, she was just like she was just waiting around the corner. Yeah, which she probably was. Well, she, well, she said uh, the b- manager just like says thank you for coming, so he called her. Okay. Um, but uh, so then it was just like. It's just this uh, funny thing, and then it's like it crushes Akiko's dreams and everything. And right. so it goes into the bookshelf. Yeah, so so we go back to Philip, who goes to the bookshelf, and he looks up um, Aki, or he, sorry, Akiko, <laughs> Wakana's addition, uh, audition. Yeah, he, he well, he asks her a bunch of questions, and he's just like, have you ever answered that question about what's your favorite view? Mm-hmm. And she says, yeah, when I was interviewed for the uh, the audition for the Healing Princess, that's they asked me what, that question at one point. And so that narrows down who could have known, and then he used uh, the uh, distorted the, love. Yeah, the concept of distorted love that the person has for you, and then and so he gets a book, and he doesn't tell. We don't hear it, but then yeah, we know not. we know that he's he told knows. her, mm-hmm. and she she knows now, yeah. and she's like, okay, thank you, and is leaving. And uh, that's when she's like, hey, I'd like to see you again. He's well, like, I think it goes back to the ramen shop, and then it comes back to that. 
It's it cuts back and forth a lot. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, that's the thing. It's kind of hard to So all in all, what happens is, is she's like, "Can I come can I see you again face to face after all this is right. done?" And he says, "Sure." And so she walks out. And then there's the the third place they're going to is the ramen shop where yeah. the cops and everything go. And Watcherman's there and they're like, "Why are you here?" And Watcherman's like, "Well, the owner doesn't like to talk very much, so he's asked me to come and like fill in." Oh, okay, yeah. Because uh, they don't pay the the owner enough to speak. So, um, <laughs> and they already have this guy who's like, so yeah, he's already on the payroll. And, and this, we get to see him. And this is where like they're like, but aren't this isn't this all about sweets? And it comes down, it's the sweets ramen. Yeah, because he he's really into ramen. It's a ramen shop, and it's the grossest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> they think bowl of ramen with the you know the giant um, windmill Naruto on it. Uh, and then just like whipped cream and chocolate and stuff on yeah, top. Yeah, just and then just regular. Like if everything was sweets, maybe. I mean, they could have made it like a sweet soup stock of some sort. It could have been like the noodles might have been been fine if they would have done it, but it's like pretty much just ramen with sweets on top. And uh, but also uh, after Wakanda leaves the office, uh, Philip comes out and he's just like. What is this feeling? Feeling, getting, yeah. Basically, he's like he has a, he has a feeling of like relief and like um stuff, and so yeah, because this is when they actually depart. This is the actual part. But um, the one thing about the scene that's really funny is uh the whole time in the background you're hearing the music of like the uh it, I don't know if you guys seen a bunch of detective films, but whenever the guys talking to the dame, I guess the funny thing is is the front doors just open and you would have just been hilarious if she just popped right back yeah it, i just had one more question yeah. oh there you are <laughs> <laughs> um but i don't know like I, i'm getting so this scene it's like all right philip are you the little brother and then i'm like i hope this isn't like a luke and leia thing like <laughs> please don't i don't want to know um so he goes into the uh the planetary bookshelf yeah he starts he starts glowing at first and i was like what the heck is that glow and then i remembered oh yeah okay that's what the, that's the, the way they should <laughs> that's him going into the bookshelf but I was sitting here like, oh my god, he's he's now ascending Super Saiyan level two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then it goes back to uh the ramen shop, and Matoko's getting all ready, and then Wakanda yeah. shows back. Yeah, up. Wakanda shows back up, and she's like, I got this covered. And Matoko's like, Sure, no problem. It's like, oh great, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Oh, just just we get to see this ramen like three times, even before he eats it, and he explains the ramen and like. Everything above the Naruto, probably fine. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> but if I were, if, if if you don't remember, a Naruto is made out of fish. Yeah, no, the whole thing. <laughs> like I, I've gotten like four cold chills this thinking about tasting it. Yeah. Um. And then okay, here's the thing. I have no problem with sweet and salty, right? Like pineapple pizza, I'm cool with it. Applesauce on pork chops, you got it. You know, uh, I could name probably four more different yeah. combinations of things that I've tried that I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. So I'm, I'm usually down for it, but the concept of chocolate and whipped cream on top of ramen with a fish cake yeah no no there's a limit probably with the pork broth too yeah <laughs> yeah i mean thankfully when he actually eats it we don't see the bowl and so he could just be eating a regular bowl of ramen so uh, most likely it's like he's just eating the yeah so but then yeah because he does eat the noodles and stuff and he says he explains the whole thing about what it is and he says that it's the um it's something that he loves and then wakana's just like well if you're if you're uh Brave enough to try it, come on down, and they end the radio shop. Yeah, and that's when she gets a. Uh, that's where the 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 stall owner yeah, gets the a call, shop guy. and he doesn't talk. He just answers the phone. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't he say just, anything. He just opens the phone and then <laughs> hands it to Wakana, and it's um, 
hey, it's Mr. Question, and he's 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 talking, and then she just calls, t- him, out? calls him out by the name Anso? Agio. Agio. Agio is their manager. Uh, Agio. I don't know, one of those two. It's A-G. It's A-E-G-O. Aego. Aego. Um, uh, at least that's how the subtitles did it. But uh, so, and so he's like, who are you talking about? What are you talking about? And he's like, okay, well, we know who you are, and it's and so he walks out from around the corner, and he's in the trench coat, and, and he's laughing. Yeah, and this is where I think my thing about the the tattoos, mm. the marks come in, because he pulls off his his glove, and the marks there. Yeah. So it only works when they're getting ready to transfer. Yeah. He didn't have it the entire. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like blatantly on his hand. Yeah. So I think it only works when like the guy member gets close, because that's what they were talking about with the the virus. They were able to see the the mark when she was in the coma. Because the virus was active. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because we remember we were having problems with the fact that, yeah, like, like how was it just appearing? Yeah. How, the, like, the uh, the maid one had it, like, right on her neck. Yeah. So it just it only appears when they're going to use it. Yeah. They, they're uh, hiring ex cons now with this <laughs> tattoo. Um, <laughs> so uh, he transforms into violence and he, like, he transforms into violence and shoots his, like, ball arm thing and. Uh, Shotaro like pushes Wakana out of the way. Does a smooth like dodge roll. Yeah, and uh, violence comes in, grabs Wakana, wraps her up into the ball. Yeah, he just channels his inner Kirby, and <laughs> <laughs> then it cuts to uh the, the bookshelf. Yep, we're back to Philip at the library, and he's done all these things, and he's got uh Wakana's book. Yeah, he's figured out and found her entire life story. Yeah, and he and goes like, to pick it up, and he says. I shouldn't do it this way. Yeah, I shouldn't. Right. I, basically, he's like, I should. I shouldn't be stalking her on Facebook. I sh- yeah. <laughs> Which is interesting because you know when you're inter- so far when he's been interested in something, he can't stop. stop. But this is he's able to be like, no, I shouldn't learn about it this way. Yeah. And so I'm wondering if it's the same for like Shotaro. Like, has he looked through Shotaro's book? Yeah. <laughs> or has it been like one of those? No. It's like no. Like, like the people that he considers close, does he not? He doesn't want to like, uh, vi- uh, violate their privacy. Right. Like, does he actually want to know everything about somebody he's going to interact with constantly? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, oh, anyways, we, uh, we, get so he's this. just like, he's like, <laughs> and then you hear, he's like, Philip, come on, D- uh, uh, do the thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what kind is in trouble? And he's like, oh, okay. And then he like pops out of the bookshelf and they just transform. Cyclone Joker. <laughs> and so, uh, um, and they they get on the, uh, what is it, the hard, hard tumbler? The tumbler? Uh, yeah, the hard tumbler. The yeah, bike. the hard tumbler is the yeah. mic. So they hop on the hard tumbler and they're chasing this, uh, just a, think of a ball of metal with an arm that's just jumping down the street causing who knows how much in property damage. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the city's crippled now. Yeah. <laughs> but, um. Do you, um, know about, so it's different in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but in, in Marvel Comics, there's actually a company called Damage Control. Okay. And it was kind of this joke comic, but like serious comic, and it's a, a construction company that uses high-tech, specialized, like, Marvel Comics high-tech equipment uh-huh. to repair the damage caused by superhero battles. Okay, yeah, I mean, it needs something like that, <laughs> so the world just can't operate. Yeah. I always just, in my mind, I always just rationalized it as there being uh, some superhero out, out there that can, like, has the ability to fix wood or, you know, repair in, metal in, or reverse time. Or... In, uh, in My Hero Academia, there's one of the main heroes of the school like one of the pro heroes in the school is is cementos and he's a guy who can manipulate cement okay yeah that's actually not bad so he's like he's a city hero yeah <laughs> yeah he's not gonna be out in the jungle anytime soon <laughs> no well there is i mean I, there's always things but there is i think he's in Stormwatch. he's a character who is more powerful based on how populated a city he's in 
because he like feeds off of energy from the city. He's like a druid for cities. City druid, huh? Yeah. So like the more, so he's like in New York City or Los Angeles, he's like super powerful, but out in the middle of the woods, he's nothing. <laughs> That's nifty. Yeah. That's a very unique uh, power source. I never would have thought of it. So um, yeah. So he's tracing him down the street. Uh, the guy, the violence, he jumps off of the expressway into like a side street, and uh, well, he causes like, he, dang. He, well, he causes some cars to like swerve. All kinds, yeah. And they do the uh, common rider uh, ramp jump thing where they kind of just pull up the bike. Yeah. And he jumps, and then coming off of like the overpass is uh, the revolve gary, and he lands in the revolve gary. Yep. And it's basically he's switching over to switch to the jet ski. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, they all it's hard something or other. They all have uh, they all it's like hard something because it's like uh, uh, the hard tumbler and then the right. uh, whatever because it's hard boiled type thing. So now him it's like if he was having trouble and this is part one of the parts that kills me. Now that I think about it, this could have been a valid suck, but I've already got another one. Mm-hmm. So uh, just the concept of you're having trouble chasing this guy down on the street, so go on the river because that's less funneled. Yeah, like the. <laughs> He's like, oh, he's in the water now. Just go the opposite direction. As if- <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so he's uh, he's running along the bank, I guess, and uh, uh, the boys are chasing him down the river on the two episodes ski. in a row with wa- with rivers. Yeah. No uh, but, uh, so yeah, he's chasing, and he shoots out some little turd pellets. I don't know how to describe it. He Pretty basically much. just starts shooting pellets from his from behind his back yeah. or the lower region of his body. So they're like little turd pellets, and they're yeah. black too. It's like, <laughs> what kind of imagery are you giving me here? I think they're supposed to be like his fist. Yeah, probably. But they're just like balls he's shooting. Um, and of course he's not hitting him, but it's like just think of you know machine gun of yeah. So the, he manages to sh- shoot him. No, because yeah. one thing uh, he's like, oh okay, well how's about you try this on for size? And he, he basically cannonballs like he jumps. Oh from yeah, there he, into the water and psh. and then uh, he comes out and it turns out that under the water they've changed into Luna. Yeah, Luna Joker and the hand comes up. He grabs him and then they like he rides him down and then he changes to Luna Trigger. Yeah, and suddenly um they okay. They shoot the bullet, and I guess that the bullet can become a net. So this is what you might have missed. They attach the spider to the oh. back of the gun. Okay, that makes sense. Like, I, as I was saying it and making the connection, I remembered something that happened later in the episode, and I was like, wait, could it have been that? Yeah, so he's able to attach his, like, devices to the back to add to it. Yeah. And, so like, he... like, like they, they've done this before. Like, they attached the bat to the pole to create oh, a sonic you're blast. Right. Yeah. And so he's able to, like, it's another way for him to, like, to have different things. He's able to mix and match his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, you just imagine the bullet um, not really being a bullet. It's it's a, it's a net that's attached to the gun, and he whips it around and, like, slams him down. Yeah. Um, doesn't crack uh, uh, Wakanda's neck, but causes the guy to, like, unball yeah. and drop Wakanda. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's not my fault. I'm being manipulated. Well, it's a, I it, love her. Yeah. He's just it's like, why are you trying to torment her? And he's like, well, she might be mean and bossy, but that's not the real her. I love her. Yeah, he's like, I just can't control myself, basically, because, you know, he's now a dopant. Like, he got tricked into doing it. Yeah, so they they come across that, like, base, uh, um, uh, Wakana says, somebody gave you the guy a memory, didn't they? Yeah. And she's like, I was told that if I do this. I'd be like a real man. And he, she real man, but then me, I can't control myself. Like, that's what happens when. Yeah, you started drugs and now here you are. Yeah, so uh, there are a few people who are like strong-willed enough to like use the Dopont powers accurately, but mostly, yeah, uh, they don't. 
they just go crazy unless you're using a driver, right? Which is why the um yeah, the, the, the Sonazakis are like so are like in control. Yeah, they're a step up. I mean, they're still crazy, but they're like in control of their abilities. Their abilities don't control them; they just use their abilities to do whatever they want. Right. Um. And so it's like okay, and this is like there was a little flash of like from goes to uh, uh double, and we find out what the flash was about later, and then uh doubles just like run, we'll we'll deal with this, and she's yeah. like okay, and so she runs off. And then it cuts to Kirihiko, and he's looking through their records. Cause, yeah, I love this scene, because you know how many times I've complained about this. Yeah. <laughs> and so we actually get to see him flip through the the entire catalog of where it is, who has it, who bought it. Yeah. Uh, and so he's, he's still in stock. Basically every... Uh, all, the, all the memories. All the memories they have access to. So he comes up to the violence. He's like, oh, okay, so this person bought it. We don't see who the person is. But then we see he's like, so you were worried about your sister. And it turns out... Uh, so you had me look into it. And it turns out that... Uh, Saika told Kirikiko to look into who the violence memory was so mm-hmm. that they could find out who it was. Yeah. Um, She's like, no, not, not really. This. She can't admit that she cares about her little right. sister because that's weakness. Yeah. It's weakness. <laughs> it's like the heck, you're supposed to be cutthroat. Um, so then it cuts to the there's, office. Yeah, there's like a dressing room. Um, well, it's it's just um, Matoko. She's coming back and she's yes. walking in and they say like hi to her and, sh- hi to her and stuff like that. And she walks into her dressing room yeah. and then she starts kind of laughing like, ah, stupid she's like, Wakana. Yes, finally, Wakana will meet her doom or whatever. And then know. Wakana shows up. She's like, sorry, I'm still alive. She's like, you, what, you? And then her psycho switch just F- flips. flips. And so uh, Makoto is, 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 is all ups, uh, driven crazy about the fact that like Wakanda came in and is like stealing all the good jobs and all this stuff. Yeah, basically the backstory is that you stole my thumb. And so then so. there's a flash of her going crazy, like uh, taking the me- they they were drunk. Yeah, where takes the memory from the guys. Like, who cares who uses it as long as you get paid? And then yeah, because um, uh, she got the memory and gave it to the managers to, and knew that he would go crazy eventually and take her out. Right. So she's crazy without memory. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, uh, kind of pushes her down, um, transforms the clay doll, and I'm thinking, yes, justice. It's about ready to just kill her. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we saw at the beginning of this two part episode that she could just kill normal, she killed like the masquerade guy, no problem. She can yeah. just kill normal people, that's not a big <laughs> deal. Um, but then she has a flash to, uh, her brother, like, this isn't you who didn't care about her killing the flash of her brother, didn't care about her killing the other guy, right? Um, <laughs> uh, but to be fair, she hadn't been reminiscing about her right. brother before. So. Yeah, she hasn't. So she transforms. She again. untransforms, and she's like, "Whatever, you're not worth this pretty thing," and like walks, walks away. Off. And then the Matoko starts laughing hysterically again because now she's got Wakan in her back pocket. Basically, she's like, I'm gonna, uh, "She's a monster. I'm going to tell everybody." Yeah, I'm going to tell everybody. There's and she goes up the phone to like dial like I don't know whatever news yeah. um, <laughs> the news number. <laughs> oh, she probably she would be most likely wanting to break it, so she's calling her like thing to like, "Okay, set it up. I got a big news." story right and then there's just like the the smooth line of kitty he goes like i'm sorry i, I don't think you can uh i can't let you do that yeah i can't let you do anything to the sonazaki family yeah, any threats to any sonazaki. threats to the sonazaki family i got so, so basically um the long form of snitches get stitches so um <laughs> i don't know if i've explained this before but in um in japan when you get married you have to take a name okay but it doesn't matter if it's the male or the, the, the husband or the wife's name. A married couple has to have the same last name, but it, okay. it, there's no like rules to which name they take. Yeah. So it, the, unlike in America where uh, married people can have different last names if they want or whatever. Yeah. In, in Japan, they have to have the same last name. It's just there's no rule to say who's, whose last name they yeah. take. I mean, it's kind of hard to be a family register if you don't. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, 
So I'm pretty sure Kirihiko took the, uh, the the last names. I mean, that's how they've done it all the time. This whoever whoever's more powerful or more right. wealthy, they take that name. Plus, plus, yeah, I get the impression that he, he's not from money. He's come from nothing. So yeah, so uh, he, I mean, because he, he's like talking you about your it. way up, right? Yeah. So, um, so he's he's part of the Sonazaki family, right? Even though he like married into it, and but then, he's got the Sonazaki last name. So basically, he closes the door, and um, you see her on the ground, like crawling backwards and hitting yeah. the wall, and him pulling out his key. He transforms into Nasuka, and, and then she it. screams. And uh, just so you know, she's dead. Oh, yeah. He killed her. Yeah. No, there's no <laughs> way he didn't. Yeah. So I would be, honestly, I would be extremely disappointed if I ever saw her again. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been like, no, nope, this isn't for me anymore. Yeah. So then it he cuts to, to like the actual like ending fight, which is like this crazy thing of the, all of a sudden he's turned into a bald Spider-Man yeah. going through the city. <laughs> Just swinging around on his ball hand. He's shooting and the pellets and like. Uh, doubles, doubles on the flying one going yeah, around like just, a hover machine whatever and he's just like okay it's just like i can't i can't hit him with the luna trigger the one that you know with the homie missile yeah. somehow is not good enough so they switch so, so they like, add the stag yeah so they add the stag so it shoots from two sides at the same time yeah, it does a pincer move yeah it's really so cool. i it's think like laser energy with the energy. general idea is if they shot it with the normal luna trigger he could like shoot the bullets out with his bullet oh tank. yeah he's shooting the bullets with his bullets so it's not that it's missing it's just they can't get him unless they attack him from two sides at the same time yeah because, uh, I mean, kind of Lunar Trigger does that anyways. But they needed to show that you can still use the toys. <laughs> so they do a stack burst, which is two bullets from uh, at the same time from different ends. It's like the stag pincers. Yeah. It's it, it, so basically he gets blown up in the middle of the air. I don't know how they, he landed safely. He didn't land safely. Uh, double caught him with his uh, Luna arm. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah. I knew Gra- it was grabbed something him, like grabbed that. Grabbed him by the leg by the Luna arm, and then the, the, the uh, memory falls to the ground broken. So I have a question for that. Did he switch to, to Luna Joker, or was he able to do it in Trigger? He was in Luna Trigger the whole time. And he was able to grab him with the Luna arm in Trigger? Yeah. Huh. The Luna body's part just stretches. Okay, I thought it was one of those now that you don't have Joker, which is the physical one, you can't do the hand thing. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it, So yeah. it's either an inconsistency or it was always a thing, and I just... He doesn't... He can't attack. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of like... It's kind of like... Uh, uh, Kuga, when he's blue, he can still punch. It's just useless. Yeah, okay. I got you. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so, um, doesn't pack the same punch, literally. Y- yeah. So, uh, sets him down, and then uh, he sets the guy down. The guy collapses from doing the thing, and he's like, oh, okay. And then it shows Wakano walking down the stair, walking down their huge staircase in their house, and Saiko walking up, and Saiko's just like, you seem happy. Are you going to... She's like, I am. It's like, so you're going to keep be- doing your... Uh, news, are you going to st- keep doing your entertainment thing because we're taking care of this problem? And she's like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, we also get a bit from uh, Philip where he realizes that Wakana knows about the Gaia memories. And like, so he it, called. It, it clicks. He's that like, she, she actually said Gaia memory. Yeah, like she she's the one that brought it up. So he calls her and she she's like, oh, Philip. She's like, yeah. She's, and he's just like, I got to ask you a question. Do you have a Gaia memory? And she lies and says no. And then he, she's like, so, hey, so can he, we meet up? So he, he, it's like he knows that she's lying. Yeah, he knows. And now she knows that he knows, but <laughs> she's trying to cover up. Basically, so, so he's, and he's like, he's like, no, uh, let's, we let's, should keep not meet face to face. Let's just keep going the way we are now. Yeah, let's do it like this for a while or for at least for now. And she's says. like disappointed, but like, okay, whatever. Um, And then she just like takes her memory out and just drops it on the ground and walks away. So here's the thing. Before we continue about with the rest of this scene, now I'm sitting here thinking, whoa, like this is crazy because now it's like you're sitting here like, uh, 
we have this whole family dynamic and she wasn't really wanting to be this kind of person and now she's you know uh, shucking this whole fake self getting rid of the key or the the memory yeah and i'm thinking okay so who's the real bad guy here because obviously psycho is kind of abused so maybe it's always just been terrors the the only bad guy and everybody else is kind of dealing with it <laughs> and then almost as soon as i have that thought uh big daddy Ter- sonazaki comes over Tara terror he picks up the key and he's confused and he's looking at wakana and then he just starts smiling like he- this is what he wanted for her all along and it's like <laughs> what's you going just, you just took the bad guy from me who's the bad guy now but there's also a flash of philip and she doesn't see his face because it's all shadow, but it's Philip and her brother saying the same line. Yeah. Of like, this is not who you really are. This is who you really are type thing. Yeah. I don't know if she's made the connection yet. Obviously not. I, I don't even know if it's actually a thing. It, it could at just the very least, it's the same energy. Yeah. She's feeling good about it. So even if it's if he's not part of the Sonazaki family, like if that's not really his backstory, he's still giving off those little brother vibes, the little yeah. bro vibes. Yeah. Uh, now, so it's not like a romance thing. It's like no. it's like this is a person that can, can make you a better person, right? Yeah, their their belief in you allows you to be a better person. Yeah, so yeah. that's how it's supposed to be. Um, and so now I guess this is her one hundred percent being just the celebrity. Yeah, I don't know how. I mean, I'm sure she's not written off as a character. That would be kind of lame. No, she's in all other things. Um, because she's still a member of the Sonazaki family, right? Yeah, and I hopefully this isn't the complete. And it's end like of Rube's got the memory; he can give it back to her at any point, right? Yeah, so I'm pretty sure this isn't the total end of Clay Doll because we haven't actually seen a showdown between her and Common Rider or her versus anybody that actually yeah. meant anything. So it'd be kind of a lame write-off. No, but it's but like it was it's really show, good. It, it was really powerful. For it's the showing episode. her progress as a character. Yeah. Um, and then uh, so our final scene is. Oh, by the way, while this scene's happening, her one of the singles from her album, the one that was on that first episode of mm-hmm. this two-parter, was started playing in the background. Yeah. Um, and the reason why is because back at the HQ, Philip is just kind of sitting there all depressed, and he's listening to the music, but he's not jamming to it like they were before. And Shotaro is picking up on this. Like, he understands that he's kind of depressed for some reason. I mean, they share a body several times. He's, yeah. if, he, if he knows anything about Philip's moves, it's, it's, if anybody knows about it, Philip's moves. It's so him. Akiko comes in and totally doesn't read the mood and says something insensitive. And I love this because Shotaro just grabs the slipper and slaps her upside the head with it. <laughs> he gets like, catch a raid of room. And then so she fights back. So she grabs the slipper and slaps him up. And like this, and Philip smiles. It cheers him up. Yeah, because it's like, this is my family. If they're stupid, they fight each other. Um. So yeah. So now the hard part is picking a Segoy. Oh, yeah, just a just a Segoy. But we have to start with the suck. Yeah, the suck. Okay, that's right. Always start with the suck. Yeah. So I have one both of these are very minor. I, I came up with another one just now, but um so two very minor ones. The first is the uh don't get me wrong, I love the scene where it's got the whole background music and it's basically the Dame plus detective uh thing of every detective story. Yeah. It, except that we know it's not romantic, or at least it's not really actually feeling that way. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what they were kind of hoping that you would think, though. Yeah. Uh, but if they if that wasn't what they wanted you to think, the it doesn't really fit, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I still like the scene. And the only other thing, um, and this is very nitpicky, is that in real life, there's no way that the entire city would allow you to continue your radio show if uh, all of this terrorism is happening whenever your episode's on. Like. It's one thing to have the police be there to help you the first time, but after it fails, that's when the governor is going to be like, nope. I mean, I don't know what the um, low-level, like, probably, what, councilman? Like, how how is the structure politics there's, there? There's mayor. Okay, so, like, the mayor. Kind, kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, at a certain point, it's just like, hmm, yeah, we're going to have to stop you for a while until we figure this out because this is not working. But she's she's, she's just on Ozaki. They can do whatever they want. Right. <laughs> it's just that some, how many lives were lost? <laughs> 
my uh my negative is like a like I said it was a meta one. There was no queen. Yeah. Yeah. There, what the heck? It I mean, just, it was kind of cheap that there's a Q and the Q is not the the uh, memory. Yeah. Right? Because that's what, the way I was led to believe up to this point. It, it's fit. Yeah, I think it usually has been. And in most, like, in most episodes, it is. But it wasn't in this one. And so the queen was like, if you wanted to like. Wakana, if Wakana is the princess, princess of the, the radio, then this would be, the, in her the, mind, she Matoko, is the queen. She's the queen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that wasn't brought in until like the last five minutes of the episode. Yeah. And then she was killed. Very um, little. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that would be my only negative. It was kind of meta thing where like you were expecting a queen, or, and it wasn't like the memory wasn't questioned either. It was violence. Yeah, yeah. What? It's, it's kind of like the <laughs> the memory was like, well, we have this violence suit, and we got to figure out how to fit it into one of the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, and I agree with that because it, it didn't really. I mean, they could have could have been quarry. Oh yeah. Instead of violence. Yeah. It would have been a Q. It would be question and quarry, and he's just. A, it, it's just like a rock monster. They wouldn't even have to change a suit. He just would have been like a rock yeah, monster. Yeah, would just been a rock instead of some sort of weird Frankenstein thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, that would have been a great way to do that. I don't, I don't know. That makes me wonder what the V is going to be all about. But oh, we just did it. Virus. If I, yeah. It was a virus, vehicle, and victim. Yeah. So anyway, um, on the flip side though, because like I said, it's a very minor suck for both of us. On the flip side, it was actually kind of nice. This is my first of three Segoys that not all the villains have. Uh, memory they're not all dopons oh yeah so like the big villain in this one was actually just somebody crazy that was manipulating yeah somebody with a weak will into doing something and sure. then now they're stuck as an uh an addict basically yeah um so that was kind of cool i was like because I, I wasn't thinking that i was thinking the whole time that yeah she's got a key why wouldn't she why would she have a memory anyway yeah you were thinking oh yeah that's the where the queen is even though it's like two seconds gonna yeah be. yeah no there's no way this isn't gonna be no, no. no i was totally wrong it was just a psycho just regular regular psycho <laughs> upset about her life being taken basically or yeah uh, being upset that somebody else is better than her at what yeah, she does she has a good job she's a radio host it's just like she just wanted somebody somebody else's job <laughs> um now for my second one which is a very minor sugoi but there's a scene when they were chasing uh chasing down violence and they're going down the tunnel and uh i don't know if i've made this realization before but i've definitely forgotten and i'm re-realizing it now that Whenever Philip and Shotara are having exchanges, it'll switch camera sides yes. to which side of the faces. Now, it also lights up one eye versus the other eye. Yeah, and I, I didn't notice. I don't know why I never made the connection. If I have, I don't. Yeah, it does that all down. It's really cool because it's just like yeah. just showing like it's a little visual thing. Like if you can't recognize the voices because the voices are kind of like altered a little bit because it's supposed to be in the mask and stuff. Yeah. But the little little light shines on like the Shotaro side, I mean the Philip side when he's talking and they s- switch scenes back and forth. Yeah, because like before, I guess I didn't notice it because you know switching camera angles it's just a thing mm-hmm. it's just what you do but because it was such a linear stretch they're going straight down the road there's nothing going on so all it was is just and it was in like an inter- eight sentence interaction mm-hmm. so it just kept switching back and forth and i realized oh wait it's left and right side it's philip yeah it's it's like it's like the over over two shot you know the, you know the basic over over two in in like tv where it's like over one shoulder uh-huh. over the other shoulder both of them together yeah uh and like that's how like ninety percent of conversations are done. Yeah, because they're easier to edit that way. Yeah, and uh, but, it, it, what I really liked about it, but it's it like is, the over over two shot, but it's just two sides of the same person. Exactly, <laughs> and it, it's really cool because even if you were watching this completely mute, you'd still know who was talking. Yeah, just from the, the side of the stimuli. Yeah. yeah, it's very cool. And then finally, uh, I feel like this is probably going to be one of, if not your Segoy, but just the family dynamic. Everything about it was a, it was great. 
the whole episode. I mean, we had Kirihiko, like he's back in it. He's actually doing his what his old job was because of Psycho, who's actually caring about her little sister yeah. at the same time. Like even with the comments like, oh, so now you're going to be back to being a celebrity. But it wasn't like she said it with real bitterness. It was like fake bitterness when she said it. Yeah. It was kind of like a sneer, like, oh, now you don't have to work again. I have a, I have a persona I have to put on. Yeah. But you're still my little sister. And then we have Wakana who had full character development this episode. And then Tara, who I was like so sure could have been the only bad guy now, like the abusive dad in this whole thing because his wife left him or something or whatever crap and then suddenly he's like happy now that his daughter is yeah they haven't talked they haven't talked about the mother at all yeah i like what's up with that like i I realize now that there is no mother in the picture and that's why i'm like why is he a bad guy why are these all people i mean obviously they all have they're greedy or they're power hungry or whatever but as far as their whole the dynamic like would psycho be who she is right now if she wasn't being forced to carry on the family name in a in a way that's yeah conducive to the environment (laughs) you know like uh from a different, like from the start, if Tara was just not a, an ass about being whatever their ultimate goal is, would everybody else be evil? Yeah. I don't know. Just so many questions now. Such a good episode. Yeah. So my segue, of course, it, like I usually do is the museum. But this one is spe- uh, specifically is like, it's almost as like Kiriko is just like, this is like, I get to be what I should be in this family, which is, like, the enforcer. Yeah, you got to get to do something. I mean, it's hard for him because um, every other member of the family, except maybe Clay Doll, but even then, it's, like, more powerful than him. Yeah. Because they've had their memories for longer. Right. But he is, like, you can tell by the way he's designed, he's, like, the knight. He's, like, the enforcer mm-hmm. of, the, of the group, you know? And so he's, like, okay, well, uh, you know, some business got to take care of. Somebody, somebody's got to kill this normal person. Mm-hmm. That's my job. I could do it. <laughs> he's just, like. And the w- reason he's doing it is he's like, okay, well, I can't let you harm the Sonazakis because the Sonazakis are what's good for the city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in his mind, he's on the side of so, Which is the alternate side of, like, he, of uh, uh, Double. Mm-hmm. There's a foil there. Yeah. And they're, like, they're even in, like, their appearance and what they do. Yeah. Kind of, like, for sure. I mean, it's, like, very clearly... They both, they're, they both in their minds are on the side of justice. Yes. It's just a different uh, way of going about it. Yeah. So uh, now we have to do the writer ranking, which I think is uh, he, uh, doubles at number one. I don't think that's changing. Yeah, it's kind of hard. No, he's j- op- absolutely awful all the way down to seven. Yeah, just seven. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he's staying where he is. There's no way that's changing right now. <laughs> yeah. It's a good episode. It's funny because like, when we started, did you ever think the double would be like holding on to the first spot for so long? Yeah, for like three or, three or four weeks now. Yeah. No, definitely not. Because at first I was very salty about Philip and holding me back. Whereas this one, even if Double was in second, I would have moved him up to first because uh, up to this point, Felix, Philip's been kind of a one-trip pony with the whole I'm going to search yeah. everything about it and I can't switch off. I know yeah. I've been on long, like 20-minute rants about this before. Mm-hmm. And where now he's just like, eh, I don't want to know. Like, I don't want to uh, dig like, into I, it. I don't want right. to, I, I want to like learn about this person right. Yeah. You know, so yeah. It's like, wow, he's being a human being. Um. So... So this is like the thing. So the next episode of Double. Plus, I mean, it is kind of plot armor, so that way he doesn't, rec- you know, find out anything about her. Yes, because he would, he would figure, <laughs> he would figure out that she's a uh, uh, clay doll, clay yeah. doll, if he looked into it. Because it's, what I love about about the uh, planetary bookshelf is it's not just like all the knowledge written down. It's all the knowledge. Everything. Like he knows secret lives of people and like, right. but but he just can't access it all. Yeah, there's just too much. <laughs> so. There's a character in the Dresden Files known as the Archive who knows all written knowledge. Mm. And she's like a little girl. Mm. Um, but she knows all written knowledge. And, like, she's kidnapped at one point, And Dresden wants to let her know that they're coming for her. So, so he, she, writes stuff down. he writes it down. And so she, she, know, she knows it now. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> so the next episode of Common Rider Double 
is the F Afterglow burglary writer. Okay, so that's episode 15. That's episode 15, the F Afterglow burglary writer. And so the Afterglow portion portion of it is talking about the fact that the next thing we're going to watch about Kamen Rider Double is the movie, Is the movie, which will be coming, uh, we'll watch it after Zero One. Yeah, we're going to do Zero One, and then since the cycle is over, we're going to do yeah, we the did movie. Yeah, mo- we did the movies after each uh, rotation. Yeah. Um, the movie is called Kamen Rider Cross Kamen Rider Double and Decade Movie War 2010. Okay. Yeah, it's a mouthful. <laughs> Usually shortage is Movie War 2010. Yeah, let's just say that. <laughs> Even though it came out in uh, t- 2009. Yeah. Um, it's like Cars, man. It's always next year. It's always next year. Yes. It's next year's model today. But the next episode of our podcast will be Common Rider 01, episode 14. We are the Astronaut Brothers. <laughs> and we, based on the preview, this is a mid-season upgrade for um, FUA. Yep. And also us realizing that, like, oh, yeah, that's the perfect thing for androids to be doing is space exploration. Yeah, it's like, finally. Like, they're, they're when you think applied. space exploration, you don't think sushi. Sh- uh, when you think uh, robots, you don't think sushi chef. You really don't. You really don't. <laughs> Did I tell you about there's, uh, there was a vending machine in Japan like 10 years ago that got in trouble? Okay. Because there was an actual real person behind the vending machine making the ramen. Okay. Instead of the vending machine making the ramen. So behind the vending machine. Like behind the wall of the vending machine was just like people making the ramen and then like putting it out in the vending machine. (laughs) And they got in trouble? Yeah, because it was like the, it was marketed as like a a ramen vending machine, (laughs) but it was actually just like people making it. So people got upset that it was false advertising? (laughs) Yeah, because it was just like, who cares? (laughs) I mean, was the food bad? (laughs) In, In like, in America, you'd be like, you I'm get more upset. comfortable. You you get more upset the other way when it was just like hand told to be you it's handmade, but it's made by a machine. Yeah, <laughs> totally different values there. <laughs> no, I mean I I get it. If you're you're expecting one thing, like you spend money because you're showing your friends, look, I can't believe this good tasting ramen came out of this machine. And then you well, find uh, out. there's there's coffee vending machines that like will uh, like they take two or three minutes to make your coffee because there's actually a bunch of like a conveyor belt and everything mm-hmm. in there that's like boils the water and makes it and filters it and all that stuff and like um. They'll have a screen in the top of the on the top of the vending machine that actually is like camera feeds from inside the machine watching your coffee go through the conveyor belt. Oh, cool. So you can actually see it being like created in in, in the machine. That's nifty, man. Yeah. But yeah, astronauts can't you don't you're not victim to the elements. You don't um, have to eat. You yeah. can be turned off for extended periods of time. Yeah, you don't have to pass some ridiculous physical. You can handle the G forces, all that don't, stuff. Don't don't even need to breathe and all that yeah. stuff. <laughs> I mean, one of the biggest problems about space exploration is uh, the weight. And the weight is like you have to have so much like water and air and, and insulation like, and, insulation and oh, all those. And waste management. Yeah. yeah. But if you don't have to deal with that, yeah, none you can of that. Just throw them in a box and ship them up into space. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but that will be our next episode. That will be Common Rider. Zero One, episode 14, we are the Astronaut Brothers, and we learned that somehow human gears have siblings. Yeah, <laughs> for the second time. <laughs> yeah. We will see you then.